Welcome to Kingdom Perspective Broadcast, the teaching ministry of Dr. David Ogaga. We believe that this message is going to open up the seals and cause you to have a deeper revelation into the Word of God that will make you see beyond the letters in the Word. Here is Dr. David. Do you have your Bible with you? Alright, can I see your Bible? Alright, can you talk to me? I didn't borrow this one. This is my Bible. <laughs> Thank you. Hey man, I didn't see you lift up a Bible. You lifted up your hand. Your hand is not a Bible. Maybe you, you, you couldn't get anyone to borrow. That means you don't have anyone. You need to read your Bible. That's the important thing. You just need to read your Bible. I have my Bibles. My wife knows. And you see, this morning the Lord shared something with me at about uh, 5 o'clock. You know, I have to go to my Bible and, and put it down. He gave me a scripture to read. You see, you are going, not going to write that on your tablet. You'll be able to mark it on your tablet. You'll be able to mark it on your phone. No matter how much digital season that we are, the book is still the book. Is that okay? Praise the living God. So as much as possible, please, I need you to get your Bible. Uh, give present to your children. Give them Bible. Give them Bible that they can read. You know, early times, all my children, as they grew up, their present always have been the Bible. You need to do that. See to it that your children have at least a copy of the Bible, in whatever translation that you feel is simple enough for them to understand. Are we here? Hallelujah. So can we pray? Our precious Father, we thank you this morning. We just exhort you because you're such a precious Father. Uh, you're so glorious to us. You're so wonderful. You're so loving. We just exhort you. We just glorify your name. And we ask you God our glory. Even now, as you come sitting at your feet to receive your word. You told Mary that only one thing is needful. Matter rather, not so many things. Only one thing is needful. And that Mary has chosen the good part of life. Which has to do with the word of God. Give us hearing ear and understanding heart. Even as we go into your word. In Jesus name. Amen. Hallelujah. Good, good. Alright, so we want to start a new series this morning as uh, God's impression. I've been battling with my spirit which way to go, but this struck me so strongly and I need to discuss this with you. And I'm going to be talking about the Libra soul. There's going to be part one of this series, the Libra soul. You know, to be Libra means to be open-minded, to be, I mean... Open-handed, that's what it means to be Libra, to be free with people, to be able to dispense to people. We're going to look at a few scriptures uh, in this section, and then we're going to progress with it. But I want you to understand this thing that I'm about to discuss is so vitally important. Uh, like we read, even in the during Sunday school section, the book of Luke chapter 12, verse 15, a man's life does not consist in the abundance of the thing which he does possess. Is that okay? Right. So, you see, in the place of hoarding, you'll be losing. You know, but let's take the major scripture we have this morning, which is Proverbs 11, verse 25. Proverbs 11 verse 25. Hallelujah. The liberal soul shall be made fat, and he that water it shall be watered also himself. The liberal soul shall be made fat, and he that water it 
shall be watered himself or also himself. He that water it. Hallelujah. Verse 26 says, He that withhold a corn, the people shall cause him. But blessing shall be upon the head of him that selleth it. Hallelujah. He that water it. If you were to be using, I mean, for instance, there is no way you want to water your garden or your plants and you will not be soaked. Take a horse, you want to water your garden in the morning, you want to water your flowers. What happens? You end up being soaked. So it's a man that waters that have yourself watered. <laughs> Are you sitting there with me? I just want you to see that. When you giving out, you are actually receiving. That's why scripture says, more blessed to give than to receive. Because it's as you give out liberally that you bless yourself. He that watered, we have himself watered also. And I need you to get this because it's very important. Because it will deliver you from stinginess. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's look at verse 24 from the message translation. Message translation. The wall of the generals gets larger and larger. The wall of the stingy gets smaller and smaller. I'm reading Bible. The wall of the generals. They get what? Larger and larger. So if you want to, to get smaller and smaller, be stingy. You have an option. Hallelujah. Come on. Are you with me? The wall of the generals. It gets larger and larger. <laughs> But the wall of the stingy, they get smaller and smaller. Hallelujah. I need you to pick up what I'm going to say through this series. So that you will know that life does not consist in the abundance of the thing which a man does possess. Luke 12 verse 15. Hallelujah. I mean, I just need you to think through on these scriptures. I'm not going to be so much in a hurry. I mean, I just want you to think through as I'm speaking. And he said unto them, Take heed and beware of covetousness. Hallelujah. For a man's life consists not in the abundance of the thing which he does possess. That is not what life is. That is not what makes life. So if life does not consist in what you have, what then is life? Hallelujah. The liberal soul shall be made fat. The liberal soul shall be made fat. He will give to the distress, if I may say. In the true spirit of love shall get a hundredfold from God's 
mercy. There is something miraculous about this. So we find that God is such a wonderful God. God gives you money, for instance. He also gives you the heart to give out that money. And the next thing, He blesses you back. Because you respond or responded to that move, that initiative in your heart. Listen, He is the one giving you the money. He said he's going to make you fat. But don't forget that. It's God that gives you power to get wet. Am I right? Good. Now it is still God that gives you the mind. To give out of that money. And in responding to giving out. He blesses you. That is the kind of God we serve. Are you still there with me? He that watereth all that shall have himself watered also. Where do you get your money from? God gives you the power to get wealth. But naturally, man is stingy. So if you come to the place where you don't see giving to be a problem, then you know that God has touched your heart. And that is to say you are prepared for reward. You see. In the book of Exodus, when Moses was to be in the temple, he made a statement, said, the Lord has given me the pattern of the temple. Those who are willing, let them bring to the building of the temple. And the Bible said, those whom God touched their heart, they brought. That means some people's heart were not touched. Are you sitting there with me? So again, you discover it, you discover that when it comes to giving, when it comes to being generous, it is God touching your heart to do it. For without God initiating that in your spirit, you can't. You love your money, naturally speaking. How do you want to give it out? You love your word. How do you want to give it out? So if you can come to that place where giving is no longer a problem to you, understand something. God has taught your heart. For he who gives you the power to get wet, also touches your heart to release it so that he can bless you. For the generous man shall be made fat. Who is going to make him fat? God himself. The man that is stingy, he said, gets smaller and smaller. But the wall of the generous man keep on expanding, increasing, expanding, increasing. Now how does that work? Because the God that gave you the power to get wet also initiates the spirit of giving ability in your heart. And when you respond to that, it begins to bless you the more. That's the simple principle. And that's how generous our God is. Hallelujah. Now, this is what leads you to what everybody is fighting. The principle of Titan. What do you think is Titan? Titan is not just about one tent. Titan is honor to God. How is this so? Because it is God that gives the power to get wealth. Let me read a scripture so you see what I mean. Proverbs chapter 3, verse number 5. Proverbs 3 verse number 5. Trust in the Lord with all the heart. 
and lean not unto their own understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Be not wise in thy own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. And I will show you what evil means in this context. He's not talking about killing people or whatever. It shall be held to the navel and marrow to the bones. This activity we are going into shall be held. Hallelujah. To the navel and marrow to the bones. And you know what the bone stands for? The marrow is a place where life is formed. The blood is formed in the marrow. Other translations say it should be medicine. Watering or moisturing. That's what it means. The marrow. It shall be medicine. This thing we are talking about shall be medicine where you don't lean to their own ways but you lean unto the Lord to direct your path. Verse 10, sir. Hallelujah. Are you there? What's the next thing? Honor the Lord with what? Thy substance. Glory to God. Are you there? Honor the Lord with their substance and with the first fruit of their increase. Honor, honor. Glory to God. And verse 10 says, So thy bands be filled with plenty and thy prayer shall burst out with new wine. I would like us to read it from message translation from verse number 5. Verse number 5, message translation. Trust God from the bottom of your heart. Don't worry to figure out everything on your own. <laughs> when you start doing calculation, you earn this money. What do I do? You earn that money. You know, everything, you want to figure it out. But what he's trying to tell you is this. Even when you earn your money, you work out your money. Remember one thing. It is God that gives you the power to get wet. Turn your attention to God. Even if you will, ask God, how do I spend this money? That's a hard thing. I remember a missionary sometime who was traveling all over the place doing missions and he came to a point he got some money so he went and bought suit. Right? He went and bought suit and they denied the Lord asked him a question. Who asked you to buy a suit with my money? You never consulted me. You went to buy a suit. Did I ask you to buy a suit with the money? Hallelujah. Trust God from the bottom of your heart. Don't try to figure out everything on your own. And this is very important. Very important. Let's move on. Listen for God's voice in everything you do. Everywhere you go. He's the one who will keep you on track. Listen to God's voice. Everywhere you go, whatever thing you do, listen to God's voice. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Listen to God's voice. I remember last year I was here sitting down during service. And the Lord said, look back. 
and I turn my attention back that it's an individual. And the Lord said, bless her. And I had no money with me. Nothing was in my account. And I said, okay, I've heard you, Lord. Monday I was hoping, I told the individual, see me on Tuesday. Monday I had nothing. Sunday, Monday, nothing came in. This person already got the appointment to meet with me on Tuesday. And what was in my heart when the Lord said, bless her, was 10,000. And I don't have it in my account. On Tuesday I came to the office. The first person that came to visit me gave me an envelope. Exactly 10,000. And in less than 20 minutes, the individual asked to come, came in. I just picked the envelope and gave to her. I said, Pastor, how do you know? My rent is due and the balance is 10000 That's God. Are you following what I'm talking about? Hearing the voice of God. Listening to the voice of God. I will have just kept that money at least. I mean, my family should get something to eat with. <laughs> but Allah said, no. Bless her. 10000 Never knew that the person's rent was due. Hallelujah. But you see, after I've done that, I had a great joy that well up in my spirit. Because I see the relationship I have with God. I see how it was so easy for me to respond to what was in the mind of God. Praise the living God. Listen for God's voice in everything you do. And everywhere you go, He is the one who will keep you what? On track. Most times you miss track, you miss your track because you're not listening. You don't even know how to listen. Take the next verse. Don't assume that you know it all. Run to God. Run from evil. What is evil? Walking in your own ways. Thinking you can direct your life. Are you there with me? That is evil. Thinking you can direct your life. Thinking you can control the system. Thinking you can build the way you want to build. Without God. Before God is evil. That's why in Jeremiah chapter 2 we told the children of Israel. Your backsliding and your evil heart shall correct you. For forsaking me. So when you forsake the Lord, that's an evil What's the next thing? You see, your body will glow with health. Your very bones will vibrate with life. Can I hear an amen? <laughs> amen. And the next thing says, Honor God. Everybody say, Honor God. Good. With what? Everything you own. Give Him the first and the best. That's Titan. It's simply an honor. It's simply an acknowledgement. But it's difficult because we be, how can that be? That's Old Testament. Nothing to do with Old Testament. It's simply an honor. When Abraham paid tithe, nobody asked him to. He honored God who gave him the victory. 
over the enemies after fighting the war. The booty was what he had. He said everything and what he owned. He brought that which he had to do what? To honor God who gave him the victory. It is an honor. Hallelujah. Do you know why you do that? You honor God for this. And if you are a carpenter, who, who got the tree that you're using to form your table? God. He made the tree available. So you're honoring him because he gave you what you are using for your business. The wood. You are a professor. How did you become a professor? You got brains. You use your brain. You read. Who gave you the ability? God. Honor God with your substance. For he's the one that gives you the power to do what? To get wealth. That is just what Titan is all about. It's an honor to God. You are just acknowledging him. That without God, I wouldn't have been who I am. Without God, I can't be a professor. Without God, I can't be a carpenter. He made everything available for me. Let me acknowledge him. How many of you want to bless somebody and the person cannot even turn to say thank you? Now think for yourself. How many of you will bless someone and the person ignores you? Even after you've blessed him. I know how you will feel. You are not going to be comfortable. That's what we do to God. When we say tithing is Old Testament. We are simply saying we don't have anything to do with God who gave us the ability to get words. Are you following what I'm saying? Hallelujah. I want you to capture this because it's going to help you to have a rethink. We're talking of living the life. We're talking of coming to the place of wealth and health. We're talking of, okay, go with me to Deuteronomy 28, verse number 7. 7 and 8. The book of Deuteronomy 28, 7 and 8. You can take it from The Lord shall cause the enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. They shall come out against thee in one way and flee before thee in another way. As you acknowledge him, he will cause the enemies to come in one way, they will come in one way, they will flee in another way. Hallelujah. I've told us here before, the problem is not with the enemies, the problem is in your ways. For scripture says, when a man's way please the Lord, he maketh even his enemies to be at peace with him. When a man's way pleases the Lord, he maketh even his enemies to be at peace with him. So it is not the enemy that is a problem, the problem is your ways. How pleasing are your ways before God? Hallelujah. God will cause your enemy to flee in seven ways. They will come in one way, they will flee in seven ways. I got a video yesterday 
of a one-time camp president, I think, in the north, that Kaduna out there about. Boko Haram people came to his house. Almost about 30 of them in the night. And they brought him down and they asked him, Are you a Christian? He said, Yes, I am a Christian. Now, why don't you want to accept the good news we are preaching about Allah? And the man said, No, I am preaching the good news of the true God. It is you who have refused to accept the good news. They said, Okay, you just renounce and then you can be free. But if you don't, the wife and the children won't stand them by. He told the wife, Listen, just tell your husband to renounce the faith. Otherwise, that will be the end. And the man said, I can't renounce my faith. I would rather die believing that to renounce my faith. Then he made a request. Can I please pray before you kill me? I said, yes, you can pray. So he closed his hand by his head and started praying. And he wouldn't remember anything. But the only thing that finally happened was he found the wife and the child held his hand and was trying to raise him up. He opened his eyes. Everybody had disappeared. They will come in one way. They will flee in seven ways. If your way please the Lord. Protection belongs to him. Deliverance belongs to him. Hallelujah. Look at verse number 8. The Lord shall command what? The blessing. Not a blessing. The blessing. When you read the word the, there's something specific. And that was what God gave to Abraham. The blessing. That's what made Isaac succeed. The blessing. That's what made Jacob succeed. They call, the Lord will command the blessing upon your life. Hallelujah. Where is he going to command it to be? In thy storehouse. And in all that thou sellest thy handful unto thee, he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Did you get that? He will cause the blessing to come upon thee, and he shall bless thy storehouse. What is your storehouse? Your bank account. Your wallet. The Lord wants to bless your wallet. Hallelujah. If your way please the Lord, He make a devil your enemies to be at peace with you. So the devourer cannot come. Anything that makes you to spend callously, anything that makes you to put the money into medication all the time, they come to a stop. So that you can have your health. You can have your life. If your way pleases the Lord, He make a devil your enemies to be at peace with you. Honor the Lord with the first fruit of thy substance. For in so doing, you become a righteous man, you are not an evil man, and your life will receive strength, your marrows will come forth, you will be watered. Hallelujah. For he that watereth shall also have himself what? Watered. A man will distribute in the right spirit. Get more goods for himself, even than the poor. 
who receive the bounty. The man who knows how to do good, what he gets from God is more than what he has blessed the poor man with. For he that watered shall have himself watered also. What you've given out is not compared to what comes your way. Hallelujah. I'm discussing the Libra soul with you. This is why it is more blessed to give than to receive. Praise the living God. Let me take this last scripture. Philippians chapter 4. Amplified translation. I would like us to read from verse 15. Am I helping anybody this morning? <laughs> it's more blessed to give than to receive. The liberal soul shall be watered. He that watereth shall have himself watered also. When your way please the Lord, he make it your enemies to be at peace with you. Honor God with the first fruit of that substance. Then your band shall increase and shall be filled. Glory to God. And you Philippians, you yourself, will know that in the early days of the gospel ministry, when I left Macedonia, and I want you to follow the story that Paul is bringing out here. Hallelujah. No church, no assembly, entered into partnership with me and opened up a debit and a credit account in giving and receiving, except you only. A debit and a credit account. <laughs> you know what? When you use your ATM card, you know what that means? That's what they call a debit card. It's a card with which you pull out money. So, what is Paul trying to say? You open a debit and a credit account. When you debit yourself, God credits you. Did you get that? You open an account which is a debit account. So every time you are debited, there is an inflow. Credit. So nobody did this. Nobody have this understanding. We don't know how this works. And somebody want to partake of it or participate in it. It's the only you, Philippian church, you understood this principle and you open a debit and a credit account. So anytime you minister to me, God replaces it. That's why I debit on a credit. Are you there with me? Hallelujah. For even in Thessalonica, you sent me contributions for my needs. Not only once, but a second time. Know that I seek or I'm eager for your gift, but I do seek and I'm eager for the fruit which increases to your credit, the harvest of blessing that is accumulating to your account. Glory to God. The harvest of blessing that is accumulating to your account. Why? Because you are debiting. But there's a harvest of that resources that's accumulating to your account. Made possible by God alone. Because the Philippian church was a liberal church, especially when it comes to Paul's ministry. Are you there? Verse 18 says, But I have your full payment and more. I have everything I need 
I'm also supplied. Now that I have received from Epaphroditus the gift you sent me, they are the fragrant order of an offering and sacrifice which God welcomes and in which he delights. And that tells you something when Sunday becomes sacrifice going up. How many of you remember when Noah came down from the ark? The Bible tells us he planted a garden, Genesis chapter 8, and the last two verses. And the Bible made us understand that God smelled the savour of the sacrifice and he said, I will no longer cause the earth anymore. As long as the earth remained, seed time and harvest shall never see it. It's a law. Why? Because God saw what Noah did and he said, No more! For the heart of the principle of seed time and harvest. Now the Philippian church, they be seeding. Now Paul is saying, man, this thing is accumulating. So there's a time of harvest. Hallelujah. And he said, God delights in that. God takes interest in that. God takes pleasure in that. What does he take pleasure in? In you. Not only investing, but God taking the light and making sure that there's accumulation of your harvest. Hallelujah. If you're Libra, you will never come down. Hallelujah. You will never, never come down. Praise the Lord. Verse 19. And my God will liberally, because you are liberal, supply. Hallelujah. Fill to the full your every need according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Your every need, physical need, financial need, just name it. My Lord will supply that. I always ask this question. And I say this too. This is not a scripture you just quote at random. When you start quoting Philippians 4 verse 19. I personally believe that the angels of God will ask you a question. Where is your debit card? Are we together? It is your debit card that qualifies you for verse 19. <laughs> Are you see here? Because this is a principle of debit and credit. It's your debit card that qualifies you for verse 19. So you can't just take verse 19. If you take verse 19, Philippians 4 verse 19, without the debit card, you are a 419. That's Philippians 4 verse 19. 419. Did you get that? You, you can't take that. If you take it without a debit card, you are a 419. You want to reap where you don't sow. You want to be blessed, you don't give. You want God to be liberal towards you, you are not liberal towards anybody. You are a 419. It's karma. Are you listening to me? No, is, is that Philippians 4 verse 19? 419. It's so simple. So we are 419. You know who 419 is, isn't it? 
They always try to collect from people. They don't invest. They take what have been invested. From one night. Hallelujah. My God shall supply all your need. Not some. All your need. As you are given to me in distress. Paul is saying. God will never suffer you to want anything. Raising help for you from other sources. As he raised you up to help me. Because you help me. God is going to raise help for you. Are you listening to me? <laughs> money begets money. Amen. I need you to understand this. So Paul is just praying for these people. You have helped me. You met my need. God is going to raise men to meet your need. So when you want people to meet your need, the question is, who have you helped? God should be able to use you to meet someone's need. Then God will raise people to meet your need. Hallelujah. Are you following this? I'm talking of the power and the benefit of the Libra soul. It's not only about money. It touches all of your being. touches all of your life. Now I want to also make you understand. Giving is not just money alone. I've said this several times in this place. Giving goes beyond just money. You can show love. You could bless this house whichever way you want. In cleaning, in keeping things right. It's still giving. I know in one ministry when they were building, people would go there literally. And sometimes they think it doesn't work. But God has a way of observing what people do. They would carry load, carry cement where they were building the house. And while they are carrying, the particular lady will be saying, the way I'm carrying this load as I put it down, that is how God will put down my load. They will carry brick, carry whatever, as they are building. They are not just carrying and walking and grumbling, no. They are praying, as I carry this load, and I'll drop it, so shall God drop my load. And men were getting testimonies. I don't have money to contribute, but I can carry load. But even as I carry this load and I drop it down, so shall my load drop. God will cause my load to come down. And it was working for them. All is not about money. Have you given any consideration at all to anything you can do in this ministry? Anything you can do in this fellowship? It doesn't cost much. You have your resident pastor here. How many of you think about him? How many of you think about ministering to him? You know, in this ministry, we live by faith. We are not on salary. We are not on any scheme that brings money to us. I'm not in business. He is not in business. How do we live? But God. How many of you have gotten simple consideration? Maybe at the end of this month, let me sow this to pastor's life. Let me sow this to senior pastor's life. How many of you have that consideration? You see, all that people say is pastor takes everything from you. That's all that we ever say. But they don't know how much labor pastors put in. They don't know the energy 
they expend to study the way we study before we come talk to you if we were to be studying secular subject we'll be PhD double double the time we spend in studying the world if they are to award degrees we should be having multiple multiple PhDs all over mother professors because those who do that they don't even do as much as we do that's what Paul writing to Timothy said those who labor in the world they should be honored in fact he say honor double honor why do you think Paul said that do you know what it means to preach for about about an hour or even 30 minutes it's almost the energy of about 13 physical working hours just to spend one hour talking to you you don't know the kind of energy that goes out of a man you think Jesus didn't see or feel anything when he said virtue left me because somebody tore the hem of his garment you think he was playing he recognized and he knew something left him do you know what is pouring out of my life right now <laughs> you can't tell but I'm just trying to make you see this that you understand that life is about debit and credit nothing more hallelujah honor God with all the substance and the band shall be full and overflow. For the Lord will become what? Your shepherd. I shall not want. What does that mean? He simply said, My God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory. Therefore, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Why? Because you supply all my need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Can we pray? You can stand up. I know this is hard. I know this is touchy. <laughs> but I just want us to pray. I just want us to pray. I'm talking about the Libra soul. I'm talking of the power that is that is that's invested in being a Libra man. I need you to pray. I need you to talk to the Father. Thank you for listening to Dr. David Ogaga. We know you have been blessed by this station. You can share this message with your friends and loved ones. For more information, inquiries, and free downloads, please visit www.davidogaga.org or you can send us an email admin at gkai.net. God bless you.